0: You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, are own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week we are, uh, you know, really back. kind of we're we're back. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, we're back. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we're in uh, we're kind of in massive catch up mode, um, <laughs> and we've got a few things to cover, and we'll try to get through as many as we can. Uh, but then, uh, starting next week. And probably <laughs> into like February, uh, all our all our movie reviews are probably gonna get sort of short shrift on on covering them because yeah. we're gonna have to go through things so fast, especially um, because things are actually you know the Golden Globes uh, nominations came out today. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I have yeah. to. I have to turn in my nominations for the Critics' Choice uh, by tomorrow at midnight. So, it, you know, it's getting close to holiday season. Everything's coming out. So it's going to be really crazy. This week, we are going to cover uh, what they had and wildlife. Okay. And then maybe something else. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how far we go. And, and we'll see what happens. Um, but then in in the coming weeks... I mean, it's kind of just going to be everything. Uh, we got The Favorite, which uh, awesomely got nominated uh, in the Golden Globes. Yeah. Uh, which I was a little surprised. And then suddenly I was not surprised because, like, Black Panther got nominated. Right. So, right. <laughs> so right. You're like, like, oh, so this is the great. So it's like, yeah. um, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Golden Globes, I'm not going to talk about a uh, whole lot, but... Um, but that's one thing I had to mention. But then also we're going to have, you know, there's all kinds of stuff like uh, we will get to things uh, that we've missed so far, like Ralph Breaks the Internet, mm-hmm. uh, some things like that. And then we've got stuff that is actually upcoming. Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, like I said, The Favorite, which doesn't actually come out. Uh, Christmas, I think. I, I No. Think, I think it's in a couple of weeks. I'm not actually sure. Um
1: I can't remember either. But actually. we've got
0: like uh, Vox Lux, which yeah. uh, people are talking about it in a lot. ways. Yeah, <laughs> they're saying things. Um, <laughs> I'll spoil it right now and say I didn't love it. But yeah. Um. But anyway, like tons, tons of stuff is going to be coming. I I predict that we will probably have to do like five or six movies a week for at <laughs> least like the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and then. Uh, and then as the holiday season approaches uh which we were just talking about uh I'm going to be gone uh from like the 16th to like the 27th yeah. of December so then as soon as we come back from that it'll be even worse um, because then right. uh you will have that 10 days to just have probably about 30 or 40 movies <laughs> that you try to figure out how to watch or <laughs> yeah, whatever right. and then we'll we'll catch up with that but yeah Um, But it was really great to see the favorite and we're not going to review it or anything right now, uh, but I will spoil uh, that one and say that I really loved it. I was really glad to see that it got the attention. But, you know, what's even more interesting to me about the favorite and the attention it's getting and the fact that, you know, it got a nomination is, you know, I just feel like that's exactly how Hollywood should work uh you know Yorgos Lanthimos yep. um and his bonkers movies He's right He's so weird with I'm his I'm like stuff. that is exactly how I wish Hollywood I wish that he was not the weird exception to the rule right Right right. Like you write a really bonkers screenplay yeah. that is interesting and new and different and you know even if people hate it it's right. like with uh, Dogtooth you know when yeah. he when he Kind of first hit the scene and people, you know, were telling people, "Watch this movie and mm-hmm. tell me what the hell it's about." <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> right. yeah, and and you just kind of like spread the word and he gets something like that, and then you know the next thing you know you get uh, like lobster, Can you get a sacred deer, some other crazy thing yeah. happening, um, and you you get uh, some names, you get like Colin Farrell to be right. involved <laughs> in it. Because it's so screwy and it's so weird. And yeah. it, that, like, the, for example, the lobster, as bonkers as that is, it has, like, a really cool story. Yeah. Right? It's, there's interesting shit yep. happening. And he's got something to say. It's not just bonkers for the sake of being right. bonkers, right? And then, uh, yeah, like you said, the killing of a sacred deer. and he And you move up a little. And then you get, like, the favorite, which is kind of weird because it's semi-true. And that's not what you would expect no, from him. not right? at all. It's like uh, based on reality and is real that, queen um, and yeah. whatever.
1: Is that your favorite of his stuff? Is it better than Dogtooth? Because I think you said you like Dogtooth better. Uh, I almost think you were like Dogtooth, Lobster, Sacred Deer. He did another movie around Dogtooth. I can't I, remember what I that think, is, though.
0: I, I think that is probably. I just really love Dogtooth. Dogtooth is like, um, it's like trying to compare, you know, like, the best movie you saw when you were eighteen, right? And then, you know, maybe it's not that good. But, but like when you, you were eighteen, but like you try and think about when you yeah. were eighteen, you were like, "But it was so that was awesome." awesome. You know, yeah, whatever. Right. Right. It's be- it's like because it was his first one, yeah. It's just got like a special place or whatever. But I think the favorite might be my favorite. Yeah. It was it was crazy good. Let's. Cool. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, but. <clears throat> But like I said, now that he gets nominated for that, uh, I just think it's so crazy. Except that he didn't get nominated for director, right? Which uh, I feel like the you know the golden. I don't like the Golden Globes as far as as soon as you diverge from. Uh, maybe like actor, actress, and supporting actor and actress. As soon as you get anywhere else with the Golden Globes, like director, screenplay, yeah. anything like that, I just I feel like they just have crazy choices a lot. Yeah, and and they don't really mean anything. And even to a certain extent, like um, in actor and actress, sometimes you get some crazy stuff. I feel like they just run out of ideas. Yeah, and they <laughs> they they don't right. see everything. <clears throat> but at least they got the favorite but um the i think the academy awards usually are at least a little bit better at uh separating you know director and just i like that movie mm-hmm. and, and right. whether right. you're going to nominate it or not because um now you haven't seen the favorite yet no yeah but the favorite is a movie uh, i think where And actually, all of his movies probably are, and I think the the, for me the lobster really stands out, right? Yeah. If you don't think that movie is well directed, like you just don't get it. I don't care if you hate the movie, right? You (laughs) absolutely can hate the movie, but you got to respect it. It is really well directed, and I think the favorite is exactly the same. Yeah, that's cool. If if there were like any justice in the world. <laughs> you know he would be directed he could be nominated for director even without nominating the movie but i right. think i think he, I think he, he yeah. really stands out as someone who knows what's going on when it's directing
1: yeah yeah uh
0: the other things that i wanted to just uh quickly throw out about the golden globes um because obviously all the snub reactions and right. who didn't get what and all that's going to come out but uh, Black Panther got nominated, and that's just the most bonkers thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah for for best picture. And what but makes look at all the money? It made. What makes it even funnier for me um, is that the Golden Globes has its stupid difference, right? Yeah. <laughs> Drama versus right. comedy or musical, right? Yeah. And so then it's just like it's like comedy <laughs> or musical. Can't do we have a story that this is a comedy or musical? Or is it anything else? Right, because Black Panther's nominated for best drama, yeah. <laughs> and what the hell does that mean? Like, <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, I guess it's not a comedy, and it's not that, a that's mu- what it means. And it's not a musical. It means doesn't fit, so it's anything else. Yeah, um, but also uh, Bohemian Rhapsody got nominated, and I thought that was almost as bonkers. Maybe not quite because yeah. Black Panther's really bonkers, but. <laughs> It didn't seem like anybody liked Bohemian Rhapsody. I didn't. I mean, yeah. critics were uh, tearing that movie apart. Yeah. And then um, the other two things I wanted to mention is uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda got nominated for Mary Poppins. And and not for supporting actor, right? For uh-huh. best actor. And that is super crazy. Yeah. Uh, because he he can't possibly count, in my opinion, as – that's just like people wanted to nominate him to nominate him. Right. And, uh, and it's kind of the same thing with uh, Claire Foy uh, for first man, even though she did get nominated for supporting actress, but even still, I feel like that's just people want to nominate her for something. It's possible to nominate her. People like her. They want to, they hear her name like 15 times a year Yeah, and she's in everything and they want to nominate her. But I mean, my god she's barely in that movie and right. and I don't know what she did that is so fantastic that she gets dominated. Yeah. Uh for for doing it. She's barely in the movie. I mean it's like stretching supporting if you ask me. Like yeah. it's, like it it's practically like a cameo. I mean she's <laughs> she's not in very much and then I don't know. Maybe I just didn't like the movie more than a lot of people, but I didn't feel like she she did that much. So, anyway, uh, that's the Golden Globes, and we'll talk a lot more about uh, nominations and stuff in our next show after I've been forced to nominate things. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, sort of compare and, and then contrast with all. the Golden yeah. Globes or whatever. But but anyway, uh, go check out the Golden Globes nominations. The TV ones I think are actually pretty interesting too, and I'm not gonna yeah. run into that. <laughs> so, all right, uh, first we're gonna hit uh, what they had, okay. um, because actually, because I don't remember, it's all blur at this point. I was I just don't, gonna I say I don't remember when Wildlife comes out, came out. I was stunned. What this thing, thing has been out?
1: This thing supposedly has been out since October. What they Wildlife had or wildlife? wildlife Wildlife? Yeah, yeah. It it just, I. I It just must have been one of those ones that did not uh,
0: get a big release or whatever, which I think is kind of weird because uh, it's Paul Dano and he has kind of been, he's kind of over the last few years been really moving himself
1: up in like the indie world, you know? Yeah. This says what they had isn't getting released until January. No, was released January 21st, 2018. That's not right. Oh, I get it. Sorry, it, I'm it, reading it wrong. That's 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 when it was at Sundance. Right, I was gonna say right. that's that's around the time of festival stuff. So, right. Um, yeah, uh, I weird. know
0: that people have been talking October. about that one for a while, and October. it has been. Yeah, it has been, been like a while. So we're still we're still playing catch up. Yeah, we are. Um, well, if you would see the favorite, then <laughs> we could do <play laughs> contemporary. <then laughs> so anyway, we, we could be. Able yeah, to these like, are
1: fun. I like this is the fun part of the year when we do these because we've done so many. And you've seen so many in such a compacted amount of time that you're like, who was in that again? Right, right. You know, and then you start rolling, you're like, okay, Hillary Swank, Michael Shannon. You're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now I remember. You just, but what they had could have been, you know, lost in a mountain or, oh, yeah, you know, adrift yeah. at sea, or it could have been any number of things before you get there.
0: Uh, okay, so what they had, yeah. Right. So now you've already uh, talked about it. it's Michael Shannon, uh, Hillary Swank. And Blythe uh, Daner, uh, yeah, Robert Blythe, Forster. Blythe Danner, and and it's this whole like family thing. Actually, you know, based on the synopsis of this movie, yeah, and even seeing a trailer, uh, since we talk about the trailers sometimes, I thought this movie was going a whole other way. What'd uh, you think? I don't even think I saw trailer, a, I thought a very different thing was happening, uh, based on the synopsis. And I'll tell you what I thought was happening is, uh, so the movie is about. Uh, Michael Shannon and Hilary Swank are brother and sister. Uh, she uh, the, and so it takes place in Chicago, right? Yeah. Michael Shannon <laughs> uh, lives in Chicago. Kind of takes care of his parents. They're getting older, um, but they still live in their house. Yeah. Um, and and basically, mom is getting to the point where she needs to be in some kind of assisted living, you know, facility because uh, it's not. Just that she forgets everything. Right. But she wanders off. Yeah. And uh and it's not like, you know, she can't remember where she left her keys, like she can't remember who people are. Right. And right. you know, like serious <clears throat> not remembering things, right? Yeah. But as the uh, as the movie begins, she's wandering off into the snowstorm. And, yeah. and and so it's you know, it's serious. And uh and dad is doesn't want her to go right Right. he he is uh fixated on like that's not what you do and i'll take care of her and you know whatever right and so uh michael shannon lives in chicago helps take care of them a lot um and hillary swank you know lives away yeah like with her husband and wherever california i think it was california i'm pretty sure it's california so anyway, uh, so what I thought the movie was going to be more about, right, mm-hmm. was focusing more on like what they had, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. focusing <laughs> more on uh, getting to know who your parents are and right. were and what their life was really like. And... And I was intrigued by it because you don't know your parents, right? I mean, you don't know. You know them
1: as parents, but not as people. Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: I thought it was going to be, I mean, I thought it was going to have that.
1: That core. Th- that right. overall <laughs> vibe of mom,
0: you know, mom needs help. And what are we going to do with her? And right, how do we convince dad that she's got to go into a home when he doesn't want to? And, yeah. you know, who's got power of attorney and can force them to do things? Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. I, I knew it, was, it, it had that stuff because that's like all in the trailer. But I thought it was going to, because uh, there's this one line where Hillary Swank says, "I don't have what you have," right? You know, and I thought it was going to be a lot more of both of the kids yeah. actually learning what they had yeah. and what their life was like, and uh, you know, I think that there is. I think that there's a a common thing amongst people, right? Yeah. That when you're a kid, now they're older kids, anyway. Right. right? I mean, they're Michael Shannon and Hillary Swank. They're not like <laughs> right. young kids or whatever. Right. Um. But I feel like there's sort of this thing, like when you're growing up, and Hillary Swank is married and she's not happy in her marriage. So that right. you know, that's a thing because she doesn't have what they had or whatever. Right. Right. Um. You know, you like, fall madly in love or right. whatever. And depending on your home life, right, you don't necessarily think that that's what happened to your parents. Right. You think you're in, like, a whole other novel. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, or, no one's ever felt this, right. and you don't understand. Yeah. And uh, and you don't, like, see your parents doing romantic As things. As ever having done anything. Being yeah. all, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you don't see your parents as like the people who, you know, like took a trip to New York on right. a whim to go to this concert yep. and, you know, like crazy shit that they did. Like, yeah, you do crazy shit and then you think, but my parents didn't right. do that or whatever. Right. And, and I just thought, I mean, this is like rambling nonsense that doesn't matter anyway, but I just thought it was going to be a lot more about that. And yeah,
1: that's it not turned
0: all. out <laughs> that it's just a lot more about trying to convince your parents right. to go into a home. Right. And, uh, and I'm not going to, like, spoil. It's not like there's a spoiler, like, you're going to find out who done it or something. But yeah. I'm not going to spoil the ending. Right. Uh, but there's kind of like a prolonged ending yeah. uh, to this movie, basically because I think there is no ending to the movie. So there's kind of like this prolonged ending mm-hmm. because really the movie is, we just want to show this. We don't really have like a story we're telling. We're just, right this happened. Yeah. And then it ends, you know, if there's no story, there's no end, right? There's no like point. <laughs> right. Or whatever. So there's this kind of prolonged ending. And I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> the ending of the film. I really hated the ending. Oh, um, the film is okay, but uh, so uh, yeah, we're supposed to, I guess, give our ratings and not babble endlessly. I gave this movie a six. That's
1: what I had. You had. Uh, I knew you'd be there.
0: I, I was, and it might have just been because it tricked me for to a certain extent, but the majority <laughs> yeah. of the the points or stars or whatever that I am given this movie yeah. are
1: really because of Michael Shannon. He's so slick. I loved Michael Shannon. I will watch Michael Shannon do anything. <laughs> Seriously. Anything. Because in this film, well anyway, I'm not going to jump on you, but I'm just going to say in this film, I was I was so dialed into him just making a Manhattan. <laughs> he just right, makes right, a drink, right, right. and the way he makes it, and I'm not talking about his bartender skills and, and the what way, he's doing with his face, the and his way, eyes, the way just, he
0: does it, because of why who he's, he's making, making it, it for, right. Who everything he's making it for, and, the and whole that thing. changes
1: because you see, there's a couple other people in this bar that he's in, and he's made them drinks, and I know <laughs> right. he didn't do it the same way. <laughs> right, right. I know he didn't do it with the same care and attention and nervousness, and that's all in him. Except he's totally and cool, and also
0: and also trying to like show off. Right, he's doing he's everything. doing just the
1: right amount of show off to somebody who isn't even looking at him, but right, is great. looking at him. Every and it, this is a scene that is like so weirdly layered, easily disposable. Yeah, that that and scene is great, terribly right? effective for both of these characters interacting with themselves and the whole life that they've had before them. And I love it. And I'm watching that. And I literally was like, I will watch Michael Shannon do anything. Right, Absolutely right. anything. Make a sandwich. Every, whatever. And, here,
0: and here's one of the problems that I have with the movie. Uh, I, I think the parents were really good. Yeah. Um, and they are both, you know, they are both actors yeah. who don't have to prove themselves right. to me anymore. Right. Like they've been around. and they yeah, know they've what done enough. Doing, right? They, yeah. Um, they, they were fine. I was fine with them. I didn't like Hilary Swank in this movie, it, yeah. and mainly, like, I mean, I don't really love her anyway. I was just gonna say this is a hard. But sell. there was a lot of the stuff that she was doing in this movie that I didn't believe she was doing. I just didn't buy her Michael. Everything Michael Shannon did, I was like, "Yep, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> and, oh yeah." And Hilary Swank, half the time, I was like, "Eh, I you know what know. the problem I is? I don't know that. I don't know that she." Delivered a character to me, yeah. That then I believed what she did. She did, right? You know, yeah. I know what you mean. And it was really distracting. And then, uh, you know, the overall problem that I had with the movie was it's actually not about anything. Like I said, there, there isn't, there isn't exactly a story. And so, like I said, so it can't end because it never began, Right. (laughs) right? Yeah. It's just this is a thing that happened and it's kind of – it's almost like the movie doesn't want you to get
1: anything out of it either. It's like it doesn't really have anything to get I think the movie wants you – I think it wants you to hug your parents. Right,
0: exactly. Like it, right, it's right. a
1: strange ad for, you know, remember your parents are people and they're getting older and right. they're not always going to be around and you should go hug them. I, there's a degree here that I liked a little better than you. I gave it seven. And most of that is Michael Shannon and then Robert <laughs> Forrester and then Blythe Danner and then the daughter whose name I'm sadly forgetting. Right. And then Hilary Swank. The reason – and and just to pick up on something you said, and a, I feel and, like – actually, before I – Yeah, sorry. I'll forget, but the daughter was good too. She's good. I liked her. And she has something that's interesting because now it's generational because basically the weight put upon her from her mom is not like your dad and I are in a – soulless, heartless, loveless marriage, and I'm suddenly like right. not sure where I'm going. It's that she doesn't have what she thinks her mom had, and her mom doesn't have what her parents had. Like this is generational. This right, is like right. a transmittable disease through this family line. But like you said, this is a human condition. This isn't just these people. I loved everything Michael Shannon did. And he is he is solely, not not I guess not solely, because Robert Forrester has some things. And even Blythe Danner, when there's when things are getting too heavy and you feel like, man, this is a bummer of a film, he's just funny as hell. And right. he's funny because he's frustrated and ready to just destroy everything because he's at his wits end caring for two parents who are degrading. Right. And she swoops in and thinks I've got all the answers. And he's like, that's great. Why don't you stay here for more than 20 hours and see how easy the answers are. <laughs> right. I love the setup. I love the and, idea of things. And
0: even even that, that scene where uh, – you know, because – I kind of – it's funny because I don't believe her, but then when he's playing off of her, he it, it makes me – it helps her.
1: It does, and he lifts it, those scenes when they're outside.
0: there's the one scene like where she changes the locks, and he goes, oh, change the locks. Why didn't I <laughs> right, think right, of that? Yeah, And like I kind of didn't believe her. Right. But then with him
1: like bouncing off of her, right. then I was like, okay, fine. I'll He is I'll absolutely the validity. For, yeah, right. Yeah. He does – there's a scene where they're outside and he's smoking and they're frustrated and he actually, its I think it is close to my favorite part of the film, he's sitting there telling her, like, do you know why she was going when she left at the beginning of the film? Do right, you know why right, she was right. leaving? you know where she's going? Let me tell you. Here's why. And it dawns on her. And I don't like the way that she reacts to that, but his delivery of this whole thing is dead inside. He's fighting back his emotions. like He's doing everything in the world to carry everything. And that scene is kind of chilling, especially when he's like, you know, why she doesn't want to sleep with him is because she thinks she's a kid. You know, this stuff really hits. The movie would suffer terribly if he wasn't in it. I feel like the movie with Hilary Swank and she's Oscar, you know, history. I feel like this is Rachel McAdams movie. I feel like this is the film they wanted. They didn't get her. So they had her. The biggest problem that I had with the film is that it picks up things and examines them for a second, and then not in a way that facilitates you to think, but just puts them down because I think they're bored. Right. There's this weird, unnecessary device that they've used to try to create a conflict between Robert Forster and Hilary Swank later about her husband and her possible infidelity, and that whole thing with the locks – is a mistake and it weakens her character. I, I That's when I started like turning on her. Right. Not because of her choices like, oh, how could you cheat on your husband? I don't care. <laughs> well, this is right. so boring and not to the story we're paying attention of. If the story was about siblings reconciling the differences they've grown into with the commonality of parents that they love and have to take care of, that's the movie you need. Right. And, and the weight of it is knowing Michael Shannon is the commodity he is, he can carry every scene with with Robert Forster, with Blythe Danner. Like he's in everything that is great about the film, and when he's absent, the film is just okay. Well, and you know,
0: I think uh, one of the one of the ways that the movie suffers is uh, the movies. Like I said, the movie's not really about anything, and Michael Shannon can give you that, yeah, and deliver it, and <laughs> Hillary Swank can't, right? And one of the main focuses where we actually could theoretically get something right. Is she has this huge argument with her dad. Yeah. And you know, she's like, why don't you care about me? Right. Yeah. And then a few minutes later, she's talking to her daughter, who she just gave a bunch of shit because she won't <laughs> register for school. And right. she's like, You are going to register for school. And she goes, I hate school and I don't want to go. Right. And do you think I like that? Do you think I like sitting there in my dorm room thinking right. that I'm failing you and letting that I'm you down blah blah, and, blah. Yeah. and then all of a sudden Hillary Swank goes back to her daughter and goes, Holy shit. Right. Yeah, right. And Hillary Swank can't do it. Right. Uh, she she can't. Redo all the heavy give lifting. That. Yeah. She can't give that to you. If you could switch that somehow, and Michael Shannon got to do that, this movie'd be like a ten. Yeah. I, that'd. But instead, then he, he walks into rooms. He goes, right? "What's everyone crying for now?" Right. You know, I love. Oh I love. I love that too. And that was the only scene that I liked. Hillary Swank. Yeah. When yeah, right when. Uh, there's the big fight with dad. Yeah. And then they walk off and now the daughter's <laughs> crying. Right. And he is he is so <laughs> he's in such like a pit of frustration, yeah. right? He's so desensitized that he is. He's it like, really is. It's almost, he's like, look, if I'm not crying, right, oh, then yeah. everybody else shut the hell up, right? Because right. You you've got, got nothing to yeah. cry about, right? So he walks into the room and he's like, "What's wrong with you now?" And the two of them are like, "It's sad." Yeah, and, and, they're throwing and,
1: stuff at him. He's like, and "Whatever." She, and
0: she was actually pretty good, in, good in that, that right? Yeah. In that. Yeah. Whole little part, not just, you know, yeah. like that one line. But that right. whole little part, she's pretty good. But that was really like the only time I liked her. Yeah. And, and then towards the end when she like goes back to her husband. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to basically believe that something about what happened has made her finally have like this epiphany that she's got to do something with her own life. Right. You know, like she's, she's got to just go right now or whatever. And I'm like, I, I don't think you actually gave me that. Right. right. I mean, right. I <laughs> understand that that's what you're telling me is happening. Yeah. But, I, but that, but it didn't. Right. And, and it would have been better, I think, if she had not been, uh, You know, the whole complaint that Michael Shannon has with her and they have this big fight is she's like, you just let him tell you what to do and you're weak. And that's why he gave you the power of attorney because he knows you're weak and you won't do anything. Right. And she still never did anything. (laughs) She still, she still is. She still is that person and nothing happened apart from the movie going, Hey, this is what we want to have happened. Right. I'm not saying it's happening.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. (laughs) But we want it to have happened. Yeah. And, and it just doesn't get there. So then you get to the end and, and, and you know, I'll tell you the worst thing is, you know, it's like 15 minutes at the end or yeah. something. There's like this whole and, – and Michael Shannon's gone. And right. it's like, oh, well, forget it now. Right. Well, that's, what,
1: <laughs> that's, that's why I said like when he is in the film, even in the background, when it really is about – his parents fighting with his daughter or when it's just, you know, anybody else, even in a supporting position in the role where he doesn't have to do anything, but walk out of a room, everything's better. Right. It really is better when he's there. Um, Even, even just throwaway scenes where like they're walking back into the building and there's another tenant there and he's just ripping on her because he's like, I've (laughs) had enough. I will, I'll rip on the Pope, like tough shit. My life sucks. And it's not getting any better, especially since you swooped in, you know, I'm dying laughing. I'm like, oh my God, I just I want know, to watch you do all the things. Everything
0: he does, um, I believe is that yeah. character. And I think the great thing about Michael Shannon, not that we need to be having like a Michael Shannon sure. love fest, right. but uh but he plays wildly different characters. He does. Uh he's Very... not just like this guy. No, and yeah. so that's he's not a why he actor, yeah. why you believe he's this guy because right. he's this guy all the time. But I believe like everything he did and everything he did was so good. Even when it's like barely the beginning of the movie, you know, he goes to light up a cigarette (laughs) and she goes, (laughs) what happened to quitting? And he goes, life, life happened to quitting. (laughs) And I'm (laughs) like, "Okay." there's no there's no love.
1: Yeah, he's waiting at the car and he's like, hurry up, put your bags in. Let's go. You know, what's going on here? If anything, I'd love to see Robert Forrester get a little bit more work. I, I don't know if that's by his own choice or not. I just see him in this and I'm like, God, I really like. You know, that guy's right. talented. I love watching him and stuff. And I, and I, I feel like He's got as, a, as much as he was good, right. right,
0: I feel like there's, you know, I think we went just slightly sideways with him. And I feel like it might be because of Hillary Swank, frankly. Right. And, you know, they would do a scene and then they'd go, OK, let's try that again. Be more of a dick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, like you couldn't just be like an ordinary dick. Right. Or whatever. Right. right. I mean, he's got the setup already. They're very religious. Yeah. He's, uh, he basically told her who to marry. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you've got enough.
1: Right. right. Just right. actually just that. do that. Right.
0: And they're like, eh, no, I don't Let's know. Let's give be a little more, more. of a yeah. right.
1: <laughs> i I like, I like very much how it started to address, you know, memories, you know, that Blythe Danner's memories are different, and that's why she's having the trouble that she's having. Robert Forster's memories are frustrating because he's not going to let go and accept change. That's why he's forcing things into this situation. Everybody else except Michael Shannon, which is, again, not to bring it back, but his memories are yesterday sucked, today sucks. Guess what tomorrow looks like? (laughs) Fucking sucks. This is so bad, and I just kind (laughs) of feel like, in a way, his life doesn't get any better at the end of this movie I just think he has different problems, but I still want (laughs) to watch his TV show all the time. Like this guy I want to see. Go and go hang out in his bar. It does. Right. It does. (laughs) It does absolutely everything at the minimum that I think it could have done. But I actually think this could have been eight or nine. I really, and not just with Hilary Swank. I do do too, but. Ignore the loose ends, the weird subplots. Focus on the strength of what you have. Treat this like a play where the characters don't get off the stage. They move around and they go into the shadow a bit, but nobody really leaves this because what you want and what it seems like, especially later with the scene you mentioned with him, uh, with her dad and Hilary Swank, is they want on Golden Pond. They want this big conflict to finally come to a final head because life is catching up with everything and I don't, it doesn't come because they wasted too much time with friggin' mechanics and, you know, class schedules and just right. focus on what you have. This right. is, this film is just I, under I, two hours I, I long. They was, had enough time.
0: Yeah. I think it was okay that we were doing stuff with the daughter so that we can connect that's those fine, cause that's so that we thing. can connect those dots. But, you know, uh, I think ultimately uh, it comes down to, I think for me, the, the overall plot structure, right? Is yeah. you've got to, if you're going to have a movie that's not about anything. You've got to really go with that. Yeah. You can't like half-ass not being about anything. Yeah. If you're going to not be about anything, then you better be in, committed. Yeah. Right? All you, in, nothing. Yeah. You, you better really right. sell it. You know, you yeah. better really sell that. Yeah. Um, you know, this is kind of like a fly on the wall type movie where, you know, it, it's just that we're looking at these people. Mm-hmm. And, and if if that's what you're going to do and there's not going to be any, you know twists or surprises or point you're trying to make or you know car you're trying to sell or something happening then you've just got to go really hard with that and i i feel like this movie just like kind of backed off of of
1: it's a it's a safe red box rental when your parents want to watch a movie with you right and you're like well right this is thanksgiving let's watch and, this.
0: It, and it's a good movie too uh th- you know this is a movie you don't want to accidentally watch <laughs> no right? right you don't want right. to be you don't want to be and uh you know here's a weird thing you don't want to be about to put your parents into the yeah. <laughs> assisted living right and watch this and then movie check this film yeah so anyway right timing is important um I mean, man, it's so it's worth watching though. If if I do think it is, if well, you watch it for Shannon. If you're in the right place, though, yeah, you know this will this will be a f- fun time. Well, I mean, it's not a fun time, but it's this will be, yeah, uh, I think worth watching and worthwhile entertainment as long as you know what you're getting into. It just could have been
1: a lot more. They you know? they certainly understood and it's structured in a way to make sense. <laughs> but I was not in the mood to watch this film. I wasn't, and I sat down. Right. And, and Michael and Shannon you, and you made better me. Be. Michael Shannon put me in the mood and, because it's long and for the first for the first hour, he's in it either all the time or enough of the time. Right, and then as he slowly graduates out because the the gradient of the story is designed to focus on father and daughter. Right, you know it suffers like we said already. But I wasn't in the mood. But watching him, even in a story, I wasn't in the mood. I wanted to watch Lethal Weapon. You know, well, I wanted something action packed, and, and I you watched know, that's, this instead. But he he convinced me. He turns that key, in and you're like, "I'm into this. I can right. watch him." So
0: that's the thing that uh, you know people never think about with movie critics, right? Like, right. <laughs> like you watch what's on the schedule, right? You don't get <laughs> to pick. That's too right. bad. Yeah. When when anyone else goes to the movie, right. or they they watches watch by movie, design, yeah. Right, they say, "I want to watch." Something I want to like go really. Or, right or I feel like crying today. Let's right. go watch
1: the sad story. Yeah. No.
0: All right. So that's enough about that one. We got to move on to uh, wildlife, which. Um,
1: kind of curious about this one
0: yeah so that so this movie is as we said this kind of it's kind of like art housey very it's uh it's very kind of it's a weird not experimental it's a weirdly independent movie that doesn't necessarily completely feel independent in a way right i mean it is but it isn't at the same time it's sort of like you know if you go to a greta gerwig movie you're getting the same feel right. like in everything. They right. f- might be very, very different, but they feel the same. Anyway, and actually a lot of Paul Dano's other movies uh, have that <laughs> exact same feel. There's yeah. a certain independent film kind of feel. Thing. And this one yeah. didn't exactly have it. It had like delusions of grandeur. I don't know. It was trying to be something yeah. more or whatever. Uh But you got, I was just trying to, you know, refresh my memory on all the people in it. Right? But it's... uh it's Jake Gyllenhaal and Carey Mulligan. Carey Mulligan. And, it, and this is a really weird uh, – and it's also um, Ed Oxenbould. Yep. And Bill Camp. And Bill Camp. Bill Camp. And it, this is a weird thing. So the screenplay is by uh, Paul Dano and Zoe Kazan. Yep. And uh, Paul Dano directed it. And this is a weird one for me uh, because I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And I love Carey Mulligan. Yeah. And 5 or 6 years ago, uh, you know, anything Carey Mulligan in was in, I love. Right. And most everything that Jake Gyllenhaal does I really like. Yeah. And I really like him, right? And I like Paul Dano. I yeah, like right. all the movies All the ingredients he's in. are here. Yeah, this
1: movie has like everything and I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I probably gave you a higher rating for it then. Yeah. I gave this movie a three. Ooh, boy, yeah, I really did. I thought your uh, love of Paul Dano would carry you.
0: And here's here's the crazy thing. Um I didn't love Jake Gyllenhaal in it. And not because not just because you're not really supposed to. <laughs> right. But because he wasn't quite selling me on the not supposed to Right. You know, as as much as he really should have. Um I liked the kid pretty well. I mostly liked Carrie Mulligan pretty well. Um, but this movie is, uh, it's weirdly tied to the last movie, right? Because yeah, this movie is. isn't about anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not only is this movie not about anything, this movie is almost insultingly not about anything. Mm-hmm. There are parts in this movie where I feel like the movie is going, oh, you want this to be about something? Well, Tough. Right. <laughs> now <Nack laughs> so, this is, is. is going to happen. Yeah, right and, right, and so now it's doubly about nothing. <laughs> right. And just when you thought we were going somewhere and it was going to be about something, it's also not about that, so mm-hmm. screw you. Right. And I'm like, what the hell is going on in this movie? And then yeah. when you get to the end of this movie, it's just like, well, and? Yeah. I mean, so what? Like, everything that happened in this movie, uh, it, it's not even like there's anything original or weird right. or there's no it's like there's no paul Danoness in it uh I kind <laughs> in, of, in well, the first place yeah. right because yeah. because everything that happens like you've watched that before yeah it's just i mean well now there's a fire but other than that right. it's right. like everything is still just the same it's yeah. the same it's the same like you know 50s household and yeah. and I don't know. It's just everything. Everything that happened, I felt like I watched before, and I felt like the movie was sort of making fun of me for continuing to watch it. (laughs) And I'm like, they look out. and They're like, is he still here? I know. Well, let's try this. Yeah, bring the monkeys out. It was. It was like they did test screenings, (laughs) and people said, "Yeah, I like that part." And they said, "Well, get rid of that then." Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It was. It was so weird, and um the real nail in the coffin for me in this one was uh, it wanted so desperately to have these characters be like the people who were going to do whatever was going to happen. Right. right. Uh, and none of them were characters like at all. Right. Like <laughs> they were all just hollow people that yeah. were like weird amalgamations of a bunch of different cliches thrown on top of each other i don't know i just i could not get into this movie at all
1: i i totally agree that when i watched it i thought that was i mean i don't feel like that's a waste of time per se but like i didn't there was nothing original or innovative except well this is paul dano's debut i feel like in some way if this wasn't done by an actor who's done the roles and the work that he's done this doesn't get The accolades that it's been getting, or at least nobody'd ever make it in the first place. Well, I look at it. I look at it, and I'm like, okay. Here's the thing. It's it's an interesting story. The kid is, you know, he's our POV. We we're watching this marriage kind of deteriorate, and then you know, at least metamorphosize into something else through weird decisions. And he's watching this structure of adults around him, none of whom are making wise choices. And it's amazing that he's going to somehow be the grounded kid that he winds up being in what is a very art house last shot of this movie. Right, then I, right. Okay. So I, I kind of get Jake Gyllenhaal's character just enough to understand, and that's because I like him very much and he's talented and he can convey this, this kind of guy. He's, he's just this, this weird amalgam of all these weird traits and things. But the problem for me is this movie, when it's not doing anything original, seems to want to just creep me out. And it doesn't have right, the backbone but, or but the- But not in, with anything. Right, it doesn't have the backbone <laughs> or the intensity to do something like, and I don't mean like a horror film creep me out, but I mean just kind of make me feel nervous or, or and I, and, and I don't feel nervous about any of the characters because I have no investment in them. They're right. all terribly bland. There's a weird sub story that is very distracting that keeps coming up with Joe, the kid, and this girl on the bus and in his class. Right. And And it just is this thing that, it almost lays breadcrumbs to a story that is going to evolve from something and then just forgets that it's nothing been doing it. happens, right. Like, in a weird way, I disagree with you on some aspects that what they had mm-hmm. isn't about anything. I just think it's about something that they don't know how to tell. This doesn't seem to well, be about anything, and, and, and it's frustrating, because, like, what happens is there's a moment... After, after Jake Gyllenhaal, who loses his job and is too prideful to go back for reasons that don't necessarily make sense, except I'm doing all the heavy lifting because the except story that, is That's there. how guys are. That's how guys in the '60s are. So instead, he's gonna he's gonna be unemployed for a few days and then go fight fires, which you know makes no sense either. Okay, then his mom decides she's either, you know, been frustrated and smothered with these choices, and then like a match. Ignites something in her that I didn't they don't put any groundwork for. She just wakes up the next day and she's Sybil. She's somebody else. And this new mom walks around and they give they give you nothing. Nothing at all to in between those two people. Right. Nothing to initiate this this gradient of, of change that happens like a lightning bolt. There's times where forget the extreme things, like when she's later at Miller's house. But there's stuff where she's just like kind of outside pacing under the clothesline. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> right. she's going to kill her right. kid. She's like g- she's going to eat him sh- or she's going to seduce him. Or she's like, just going to kill everyone in the it, neighborhood it, it, right. like you have no like, idea. there's a thing there that Carrie Mulligan is as talented as you need in any regard. She's great. And I love watching her act. And in this, even still being frustrated with it and fucking confused. Like what are you doing not her, but Dano, what are you telling her to do? What's the story you're trying to tell here? And he's like, I don't know. Just look weird and do some stuff because that's what I would do. Right.
0: And 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 it does not work. So it's based on a book, right? Yeah. And I feel like um, this is sort of – there's a weird thing here with uh, Paul Dano, and now he's doing something based on a book, although he's been in stuff yeah. based right. on on books. But there's like a weird thing with uh, this movie and the favorite because it's based on reality, right? Where you've got the completely not ever based on reality di- director <laughs> right. who suddenly is doing something based reality. on reality. And you've got the really like weird kind of independent art yep. house guy, uh, you know, telling. I mean, he, he's been in weird things, too. but sure. uh, But now it's based on a book and it's like, well, this is what happens in the book. And right. people really yeah. like the book, yeah. so no. so I have to have this happen or whatever. But it almost feels like I don't really know why. Yeah. I don't – you know, it feels like maybe this is a good book. I have no idea. I don't right? know. I haven't read it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, may, maybe it's a good book, but if it's a good book – Paul Dano doesn't understand why it's, why a, good it's a good book. Right?
1: So, <laughs> right? like, they just it, there's something <laughs> there's something going on here that is sort of interesting, but not at the speed and the brevity upon which they cliff note. Like, because the fundamental thing is Jake Gyllenhaal is around and then he's gone until the end of the movie. Right. It is mostly just this kid who isn't. I mean, we're supposed to we're supposed to see this world through him and his maturation and his confusion. Like. Like, am I supposed to be mad for my father, or am I supposed to be quiet yeah, for my it, mother? Like it, that is it's there. It's like this weird. But I'm doing it for him, not it, him. It, yeah,
0: it's like there's this weird story that somehow you're trying to get to. That I guess is kind of the unchildhooding of right. America. Right. Where, right. Where, where it's like children just, you know, they have roommates. Yeah. <laughs> who, yeah. That they call their parents, but they just sort of raise themselves.
1: But it doesn't actually do that. There's it a, it there's doesn't a scene. actually happen. There's a scene when they're all together again and, you know, he comes in and his parents are there and he's like, are we going to be okay? And they're like, "Yeah, don't worry about stuff, you know? And he's like, no, us. And there's like no real answer, which is fine. And then his mom gives this weird line at this weird moment where it's like, I won't, I won't be mad if you hate me. And then he's just like, good night. And, I'm, right. and that's when you look at your husband, even if you're divorcing him and go, we got a serial killer on our hands. Look what we did. Right. Like, this is that I is mean, not the is, response.
0: It's so weird. And the whole uh, overall movie, too, even though the movie doesn't actually say anything about this because it doesn't say anything about anything. But right. it's this weird story where they just moved here because he got a job as a golf pro at this place. Right. Um. But he's got this kind of weird chip on his shoulder about how he's allowed to do his job or whatever, whatever that whole nonsense is. But ultimately, the movie is about two people who are married who don't really like each other. Right. But as long as they have plenty of money. Right. And as long as their life is, you know, fairly simple. Yeah. Then it's kind of okay that we don't really like each other. Right. I mean they're like, eh, we, we like we like each other enough. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a then there's a yeah. problem. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, I mean, I don't like you.
1: You don't right. like me. I'm right. going to leave. Right. What are we do? You
0: know, whatever. Yeah. It's just it's so it's frustrating watching a movie that you're constantly uh, trying to help the movie out, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Go, what, what can I do with this? Because you're not doing anything, yeah. And and Jake Gyllenhaal's character, it, like you said, he's only in like the beginning of the movie. Then he's gone yeah. for a really long time, yeah. Until he's there a little bit at the end, but when he's there at the beginning, you know, he is everything that he does is just such a weird stereotype of obnoxious, stupid guys or something like, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's got this pride about his job that he won't take back. Yeah. uh, But he also won't go get another job. Right. And he's a golf pro. Yeah. And, Right, it There's ain't not that many hard. options. Yeah, he,
1: he's he's in California and he's a golf yeah, pro. Right, he could do something, but he won't bag groceries. He won't have a teenager's job. So right, like, okay, right. You
0: know, but I mean, just as a golf. No, pro, I know, but he, it just is I mean, that. Yeah, uh, or anything. Right, yeah. he could go do something. Yeah, and then he just gets weirdly fixated on this idea of these wildfires are, yeah, are out of control and have been for months. Yeah, right, and. And they're just hiring anyone who will go. Yeah. And we watch him, and it seems like for a couple of weeks, as right. he just watches people <laughs> go get hired to do it. Yeah. Like he just, that's what he does with his day, is like park across the street from right. his place and just stare at them. And he gets this weird fixation about being able to leave and it's yeah. money or something. And somehow that's okay. Right. As a thing to do with his, I don't know, weird pride of, whatever i don't know yeah. i don't even know but every every line he delivers and everything that he does is just like so weirdly stereotypical and then carrie mulligan right is like one weird stereotype that nobody needs to see again right for a while and then all of a
1: sudden i mean i don't know i mean she just it's like, almost loses like, her mind. It's almost yeah. There's <laughs> almost like a because I don't believe the person she becomes in the film is the person she's been secretly harboring against or you know repressing. Right, like, like I she just was always like, that person. I feel or like she yeah. hit her head. Right. Exactly. Or or somebody just came in and was like, okay, now for today's shoot, we're gonna roll the die. One and two, you're this character. Three, <laughs> four, you're this. Five, you're that. And six, you're just wild. You do right. whatever you want. And it was always six. Right. You know, there's there's so many. You know, it's it's weird because there are there are some hints that there was something there, but not this story and not in his hand. But maybe I guess if he's going to start, this is where he should begin with something like this. But it seemed to me to be terribly clumsy, really fumbling, like not really sure where to go, what to do overly simple which I guess is a style it, it feels a little bit like nostalgic to make a film that doesn't have flashy camera angles and I don't, know, right, I don't want right, Michael right, Bay right. explosions it's not necessary in this but but terribly simple like there are scenes that are just full-on and I get there's a lot of I get there's some metaphorical stuff happening like all these portraits of people uh, Joe does it she does it even Jake does it when he's looking at the glowing embers in the sky right before he leaves. Right, right. Like these full, and I mean this literally, these Paul Dano like shots where if he was in the movie, they'd be zooming in on his face right, right here. And I feel like if he were, I mean, he's older than he looks, I think. Um, you know, if he were 20 years younger, he'd have been the kid in this film. He'd be directing right. himself. This is him. I just, I, it almost perfectly encapsulates my irritation for it later when they hamstring this thing, Jake Gyllenhaal says to his kid, Hey, it's a wild life. Isn't it son? And I'm like, you had to get the title in there, like in this clever way, like it just felt so forced
0: and overproduced. There's, there's a lot of the movie too, where, uh, you know, it's the kid's movie and and it's, it's whatever he's supposed to see for whatever reason that is going to lead to whatever. right? Right. So like, uh When his mom starts uh having an affair with this like old rich guy right yeah. there's so much of the movie that it's just this is what I want the kid to see right now, how did we get here for him to see it? Right. Well, whatever who cares right like who would just bing that yeah. happened and that's and that's where we are, and that's where she is, and she's this amount of weird about it I mean she's yeah. very weird about it yeah. right and there's so much of the movie that is just where we need the kid to be. We don't really care how we get there. We right. don't really care if we, you know, sell actually getting there. Right. We don't care if uh, the mom makes any kind of sense as right. a character. We don't earn or any of it. We just put it's them there. It's just that we want the kid yeah. to see the old man Right. <laughs> and, and be in that spot. And now that happened to him. Right. And then we're going to say something about people who that has happened yeah. to or you know whatever yeah, yeah. and too much of the movie just relies on uh you know it's like built backwards which yeah. i hate right it's like this is where we want to be at the end and right. and, get now, there. and now let's get there yeah. somehow right and and it just doesn't uh, you know there's a lot of it that when i uh, this movie like really bored me a lot yeah. right and when i was really bored i was bored because i was sitting there going why am i here why right. like why am i watching this oh and then five minutes later you go because the kid had to see that happen right and the kid had to be there for that to happen and, yeah and like you said there's a lot of this stuff with the girl
1: yeah and, and you're like why am i watching that oh wait i don't know why i was watching right. that <laughs> <Right>. even, <laughs> even later a small payoff like when he's running extensively <laughs> through the streets and i'm like he's gonna go to her Right. This will be his or first relationship something. and right. hopefully learn from all the failed relationships he's been observing not to, you know, nope. Right. No, you, you can't get that smart of a reaction out of me. We'll, we'll no. just make him run and then he goes home. You know right. and I'm like? Are you, you fucking kidding me? Like, this is so weird. It's almost as if someone had written down, oh, okay, his mom's going to start acting really strange. And then they didn't flesh it out. And they're like, okay, I guess today you're just acting really strange. Right. right it's you know? just uh it's not a thing it's like uh it doesn't feel it's directed. a screenplay note yeah it doesn't it's feel not... directed too like when she's doing stuff I, paul has to step in and be like this is what we're hopefully looking for how you get there that's your process right but can you get us there No, he's just like yeah she did something and right. we cut so and
0: it's his own screenplay
1: so that's and it is so that's it's even, on him
0: that's even worse yeah. but it feels like there's a lot of stuff that happens in the movie that it's just screenplay notes right. that it happened. Yeah. It's it's almost like suddenly something's different, right? So the screenplay says uh, mom has red hair suddenly, <laughs> right. and so then you start that scene and she has red hair. Yeah. But you don't have to go watch her right. go to the beauty parlor and right. dye her hair or do whatever, right? You yeah. just she just has red she hair. Has it. But then it goes, well, mom's crazy. Yeah. Well, okay, so mom's crazy now. Right. (laughs) Like, we don't have to explain how we get
1: there. Even at this dinner scene, and I understand what they're trying to do, but it's just so strange. Like, she finally gets a degree of shame or self-awareness and realizes, oh, my God, my kid is here. I can't be here. I don't even think I want to be here, but I don't know where else to be. And then she becomes like another character again right. like at the end and of it when the they're leaving, leaving out in the car and then he's in the car and she just flips a switch again and she was mm-hmm. like wait oh I, I need to do this and i'm like god you've got to get away from she's <sighs> going to drive you into a lake or right. kill you in your sleep right and start sleeping inside of you like a human tauntaun like <laughs> i don't i don't understand and she's got the crazy eyes it's not just like the thing he's right, just like right. you got to look loopier it, his film his screenplay with his girlfriend his blame this film sucks, and it's because of him. he's not ready to do things like this and and I don't see how it's anywhere else to go but on him and her right like, right that's this is just a weird misstep that doesn't feel like it had uh, like you said, I watched it, and I'm like, I don't know why that matters at all except right. that it's this guy this famous guy it's his film if it wasn't someone famous even loosely famous if it wasn't somebody whose name you recognized this would be absolutely just detris it would be garbage right but we gotta congratulate him because he took a chance i know that sucks yeah i want my time back yeah uh, it's uh it's very weird but i will say this mm-hmm. um
0: I thought you were gonna love it because before as, I watched as crazy, it, as crazy as this is, yeah, because thought, it's, got it's, got, it's got everything. It's I mean, supposed to, I'm I, supposed to love it, yeah, it's, right. uh, and it, I know it, you I'm like Paul's stuff, it. so. But but I will say this, especially since uh, this is award time, and mm-hmm. uh, you know we were just talking about nominations and oh hating God. movies. And he better stuff. not get nominated for that. So this movie, I think, has very little chance to get nominated for anything. Good, right? right. But I will tell you this: I think the cinematographer in this movie actually did a really great job. Yeah. I, I thought a lot of the stuff and how it looks yeah and what you're seeing uh, when stuff is happening, I thought I thought he did a really good he job. He did. It's really, really hard for a cinematographer yeah. to get nominated right. for work in a movie that no one likes. Right. But it's a totally it's a thing. different it thing. Is a it has nothing thing. to do with whether yeah. or not the movie's good. It was yeah. directed well. It was acted well. It doesn't mean anything. Um, except that that's just not how it works, and you can't get nominated. Right. But I thought the movie was looked
1: fine. really good. There were some times where I was like, "That's a great shot," and some of it was, "That's too bland." But it, it keeps. Yeah. The funny thing is, the formula works in certain things in that film, and when it doesn't, it looks boring. And, but when it works, but, but I thought when it, works, like, it works really well. Even even some of the stuff that's
0: horrible, like the bus stuff. and we're totally getting like as off track as you can. But you know that that scene where the kid runs away, right? Right. If you had never seen any of this movie and the right. sound was off and somebody showed you that scene, yeah. that is a cool looking it looks scene, cool. It right? looks cool. It's, it's well shot and yeah. well delivered. I don't know. I just thought it that doesn't mean anything to anybody, but I just, I actually, <laughs> yeah. it, you know. I noticed it. I I don't always, even though I like yeah. really try to, but sometimes a movie is just like, well, I was, you get done with it and you're like, the cinematographer could have been anyone. Right. I, like, I like the movie. That yeah. was fun. But it doesn't make any difference, right? I was so hungry for this something one, good. I, this one, it actually stood out to yeah. me that I was like, man. Uh, yeah, that was, it was noticeable.
1: Maybe I was just uh, you hungry just for anything for something to, something to like. Nah, right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I would say watch what they had, and I would absolutely say skip this. Yeah, uh, totally skip you know. this. All right, uh,
0: so we're going to go. But uh, as we have yeah. been saying, next week uh, we're probably going to have – We're probably going to have, like, five-minute reviews of movies or something. There's going to be tons of stuff. Um, And we're hopefully going to get to at least, uh, like, the favorite, Mary Poppins. Yeah. Uh, We we might even have to pick up something else else. uh, for what's in theaters and and other things that we missed. But it's going to be a wild ride for the next uh, couple of months. Yeah, going through a lot of stuff at once. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by are and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to are or are to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord,